SAFM's Beck and Soda. Happy Friday, South Australia. Happy Friday, Soda. How are you this morning? Oh, I am going really well, Beck. I feel magnificent. Oh, it is the end of the week and it is just a great opportunity to enjoy yourself into the weekend, Morsi. <laughs> Becky Morse? <laughs> Don't Becky Morse me. It's too early. It's too early. I haven't had my coffee. Um, but I do have several bones to pick with you this morning for something completely different. You've, you've chucked Magnificent in already. <laughs> About a week ago now, I tried to stop you saying Magnificent. Yep. <laughs> Everywhere. And now just to completely irritate me. Okay, it started off, obviously you say on the show 17 times a day, that's nothing new, but then you slid it into your AFLW broadcast call. The stage is set for what is going to be a classic, magnificent clash between these two. <laughs> that was so bad. That's, that's actually wedged in, isn't it? Was it was so deeply wedged in when you said classic and you went, oh, whoops, I meant to say magnificent, I'll just chuck it in gratuitously. I had my um, alliteration ready. It's going to be mm. a classic clash, yeah. right, between North Melbourne and the Crows. <laughs> okay. And I've gone, there's going to be a classic clash. And then as I've gone classic, I thought, here's an opportunity, a classic magnificent clash. Mm. That's magnificent okay, match, maybe. Oh, been. yeah. No, right, classic. That's, oh, that's it's going to be a magnificent match. There you go, and next then, time. And yeah. then you've got your exclusive interview with Erin Phillips, uh, champion Port Adelaide player, uh, mm. retiring this week. And you asked her, what's it like playing a, a grand final in front of 53,000 people? She just organically said this. I just thought, this is magnificent. <laughs> the amount of people here was just unbelievable. It was magnificent to yep. play in. Yep. It was magnificent to win the yes. grand final. You know, the after party, magnificent. <laughs> Now, that's got nothing to do with me. That is Erin Phillips. She over-egged the omelette. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> she just described what it felt like to have that transitional moment hmm. in women's hmm. sport. In yeah. sport in general, 53,000 people watching the Crows win the flag. As Erin said, there's only one way to describe it. 15 times. Magnificent. <laughs> All right. So I think you've had your fun. I yep. think that's enough is enough. And then mm. last night, I was yep. sitting down watching Seven News, mm. and this happens. Well, the Matildas are safely through to the final stage of the Olympic qualifiers, thanks to a starring role from magnificent Mary Fowler against Chinese Taipei. It is a descriptor that describes... Mm. Mary Fowler mm. to a T. You're yeah. using seven news as your plaything now. No, I'm just not. To throw your words Absolute. in and make a point to me. You Absolutely go, it's gone not. too far. I'm using it as a really good adjective to describe Mary Fowler. And just to prove how magnificent Mary Fowler is, we love Sam Kerr, mm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. At the age of 20, Sam Kerr had scored three international goals for the Matildas. Mm. At the age of 20, Mary Fowler has scored 13 international goals. I can tell you mm. that Mary Fowler is magnificent, magnificent, and it's as simple as that. There you go. Okay. Uh, now, just for saying magnificent on our show yes. at any time, 131060 is our number. Great yep. prize. You can go that. on a magnificent family holiday to the Gold Coast. It's got entry to the worlds. We're talking movie world, sea world, wet and wild world, mm. all of the worlds. Okay. Um, and just by the way, if I said, and, you know, a great goal from really good Mary Fowler on the news, that would have sounded bad. Mm. Yeah, okay. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, Boss Flack's done a little bit of work, Beck. Oh, you love Flacky. Yeah, I do. You're always in his office. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have an office. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, 
he stands up at his desk like yeah. some ergonomical wanker. <laughs> <laughs> and he well, stands right near the studio as well, so we can see what he's doing on his yeah. computer screen. <laughs> oh, he's Googling, Googling lawnmowers again. <laughs> uh, he's actually done some work. He's done a little report card for the week for us. Here he is. Watch out, Beck and Soda. It's time for your weekly report card. Beck, Soda, it's Flack the Boss here. Time for your weekly report card. And, um, Beck, where's Soda? Soda? Yes. Soda. So, no, Mark, you said last week mm-hmm. yes. when your alarm was set wrong yes. that it was the first time in years you had ever been late and slept through your alarm. Yes. And what that- happened? This morning. That is very correct. I actually woke up and went righto, and I thought, oh, I'll just keep my eyes shut for a oh, minute or no, two. Dozed back. Yeah, that. you know what it is? And then I can hear the phone sort of ringing and vibrating on the carpet, and I went, who's ringing me in the middle of the... N- oh, God, it's really <laughs> annoying. Okay. That's your second strike. I think you f- I feel like you need to buy us a carpet oh, for you every God, time. Tomorrow it'd be three and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Mark Soderstrom, that is just unacceptable. You better have a good explanation for being late. Beck's right. You're on two strikes after all. Uh, what's that? He was up all night eating Halloween candy. Ooh, happy Halloween. Big, big day for the uh, confectionery companies. <laughs> I got trick-or-treated once. Kids knocked on our door and I had nothing. I gave them a muesli bar. Oh. That's a good way to keep them away. <laughs> exactly. But don't go to the witch's house in Henley Beach because she won't give you any lollies. <laughs> Sorry, I just need a second to get my bearings. That laugh was truly haunting. But speaking of haunting, here's this entire chat about skinny dipping. Are you a skinny dipper? Um, Do you get little soda out? (laughs) I know what you want to say, don't say it. I like to call him Big Show, (laughs) but you can run with whatever you like. What about those two little morsies? Have they ever seen a son? Have you uh, skinny dipped? Um, yes, I have. Where? Well, as a, like, as a teenager, I down at Goolwa once at night, my girlfriends and I ran in. When it was dark, I felt exposed. That's essentially what does happen. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beck. There you go again, scarring the general public. It's not enough that you're confirmed to be one of South Australia's worst drivers. Oh, this just in? Beck has evidence that opposes that unchangeable fact of life? I'm not a horrible driver. I think I'm worse at parking. I'm a cautious driver. I did a parallel park yesterday in one go. I was so proud of myself. I looked around to see if anyone was watching. In like, choo, it was beautiful. It was textbook. How old are you? 40-something. Right. <laughs> and, and I did one in one go. I did one in one go. <laughs> wow, Morse. Gold star for you. You did the thing that literally everyone needs to do to pass their driver's exam. Good work. Got any other mind-bending revelations in the bank there, Beck? As a tribute to Joe from Joe's Kiosk, who sadly passed away a couple of weeks ago, I want us to celebrate great customer service and a community. Thank your local barista and your cafe owner today because it can be a thankless task as well. Yeah. I'm sure customers are pretty difficult at times as well. <laughs> like, not me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no not me. Dream. <laughs> oh, of course not, Beck. You're God's gift to baristas. Take it from the guy who most often ends up making your coffees in the morning. Oh, and he's also your actual boss. And for that, I'm giving you guys an O this week for Oat Flat White. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. You been to the Lucky Dumpling Markets yet? Not this year. Not this year, but I do love a good dumpling and I do love those markets. Um, I think this weekend's the last weekend, isn't it, for the Oz Asia Festival? Yeah, it is. And with the weather nice, it's beautiful down there at Elder Park on the river, Mm -hmm. eating dumplings. Now, you... I'm learning. Have a very competitive streak. Oh, right, so yeah. Absolutely. Love I love to win. I love challenging myself and pushing myself to the limit, Beck. 
So with the uh, lucky dumpling market going along very nicely, we decided, you know what I might try and do today? I might try and break a Guinness World Record. What? Yeah, I'm going to break a Guinness World Record today. All official. So coming up after 8.30, because we're heading to Mitcham Primary School yes, shortly. Yeah. Because um, we've got a deluxe drop-off happening mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be at the school. Coming after 8.30, I am going to have a crack at the Guinness World Record for most dumplings eaten in one minute. Wow. Okay. So what the current record is 10, and that's yep. held by a bloke who said it in 2016 in mm. the US. Yep. 10 dumplings, if you think of those normal little dumplings, yeah. doesn't yeah. sound like much. Well, to prepare yesterday, I snuck into Chinatown at lunchtime, mm. right? And I went and got 15 pork dumplings. Ooh, no. And I set the timer, and I was just sitting there in the shop, and people were looking at me <laughs> like, what's going on with this bloke? They bought the dumplings out. These are the standard ones that yeah. you normally just have. And so I clicked the minute. I looked down, 40 seconds, I had nine done, right? And I'm thinking, oh, this is easy. So I got to 12 pretty comfortably within the minute. And then I thought, well, that's not a challenge. Until I found out a bit later on when I came back into work to discuss how to do this, we discovered the guidelines. This is Guinness Book of World Records, so they have guidelines. The dumpling must be at least three inches. Now, that's 7.6 centimetres, so that's about... Half the size of a normal pasty. <laughs> yes, they look like. I've seen that these look like pasties, and they've got to be eighty-five grams each and in 10, weight. And and so and you've got to smash eleven. I wonder yep. if you can do ten and a half. Well, if you can do eleven, that will be a world record. So essentially, looking at the size of them, it blew me away because I'm thinking, oh, you can smash this easy. Mm. Well, they are essentially. It's like half a, a normal size pasty. Oh, wow. So I've got to eat at least five pasties in equivalent <laughs> size in a minute. Um. Mm. I'm going to have a bucket on standby because people who've been trying since 2016 <laughs> yep. to m- beat that, the the dumplings have not stayed down. No, all of them have thrown up. Yeah. We, we looked on the video. Everyone has They're thrown up. They're also pork dumplings. You yep. should have... You should have got like a tofu and spinach or something a bit more. Oh, mate, I want to be able to eat them. (laughs) I've got to actually eat them. I can't just spit them out. Um, It says no water or sauce to be used Mm. and your mouth must be shown empty in between each dumpling. So we're doing that after 8.30 at Mitcham. I'll tell you how big they are. You could not put one dumpling in your mouth, (gasps) right? That's how big they are. So it's got to be a two bite per dumpling. Good right. three okay, well, we'll do that after 8.30. That'll be fun for the kids. Can't wait. That's going to be messy. Oh, I'm going to vomit yeah. all over the quadrangle. I've got to get ready. I've got to start opening up my stomach. Okay. All right. Like well, Joey Chestnut, who does the hot dog eating it. competition That's every it. year on the, Coney Island. The legend. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, beautiful morning here at Mitcham Primary School. The sun is shining. A little chill in the air, but uh, kids are starting to get into school now with uh, mums and dads along here, which is great, and put a breakfast on, which is good. Yes, and the breakfast is cooked. Manning the Barbie is Ian Steele, our favourite from Kickstart for kids. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks Thanks for having us. Now, Steele, you're obviously over there just uh, whipping up the bacon, the eggs, and so forth, Uh, but just... Uh, for breakfast, I'm going to smash some dumplings today. I heard you're going to break the world record. You're always breaking a world record with something, Soda. I'm just trying to have a crack, Stilo. Yeah. So th- this situation is you, you've got to eat 10 dumplings in a minute, which sounds pretty legit. Easy. We've seen the dumplings, mate. They're three inches big. <laughs> 
So they essentially look like pasties, and they are the size of probably half a normal pasty. Are you exaggerating size You're again? Do it. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a really good understanding of what's big and what's not. Yeah. No doubt about that. So we're going to be doing that. and uh, we'll do it easy, mate. We'll try and get through that because we've got our deluxe drop-off coming. So Liam will be rocking up today in a beautiful Zagami sports car. And you'll be providing the kids with uh, plenty yeah. of sustenance still. Absolutely. Eggs and ba- egg and bacon rolls. Absolutely. Nice. Now, how many kids are on the steak do you feed every morning with your breakfast program? 60,000 a week. So 10,000 a day. 12,000 a day, that's right. Jeez, that we don't is... run a breakfast program at Mitcham Primary. No. Um, but uh, all around, a lot of other schools around yep. the state we do. And you've yep. got a big fundraiser coming up. Yes, that you're going to be the MC at, Beck, called the No Breakfast Breakfast, and it's exactly how it sounds. We sell 500 tickets to corporates and, and whoever, and they come in and they experience what it's like to go to school with no breakfast and, and then go on to try and um, get the best out of their day, their day without having eaten any food. So how do people get tickets if they want to come along and support? Oh, they go to our website, www.kickstartforkids.com.au, um, and it's uh, early December. Yep. It's a great morning. Get on board. Love to see you there. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, Steelo, uh, we have got plenty coming up as well. Now, I'm just having a look at your face. You're clean shaven today, aren't you? Yeah. Um, no, don't yes. Do Why? You look, well, we don't, no, we need to. I'm just saying you look nice and clean shaven. I had a shave last night before work. Um, I plucked yesterday. <laughs> when did you last have a shave? I, I, I don't shave, but I, I do have a beauty appointment to maintain a, a symptom of my age that um, Soda is not being sympathetic about no. Stilo. Is is Soda going through menopause? Well, like Robbie <laughs> Williams. Going, you know, you're yeah. going through menopause. Well, we, we know Beck's smack bang in the middle of pause because there's a sweat. Look at the mood swings. Yeah. I mean, that's evidence in itself. Well, my, right. I think my wife's there as well, Beck, so you might be able to talk about that with her when she gets Shut here. Shut up, Ian. <laughs> oh, I see. It's working. Um, coming up after 7.30, uh, we are out to help. I'm going to help the sisterhood, Beck. Mm. I don't need your help, mate. <laughs> I am doing something for the sisterhood, all right? You can just sit there and look pretty. I'm going to be empathetic. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Rightio, Beck. Um, I think you need to confess to everyone what is on the agenda for you today. Tell everyone where you're going. Me? I'm yep. going to the airport. To oh, yeah, to, to, yeah, yeah, but to before that, what are you doing straight I'm, leaving oh here? Oh, my God, I've got a personal beauty appointment, and I just I told you that in confidence. And now we're at Mitcham Primary School, and now you're making me confess to what I'm having done again. What, what sort of stuff are you getting done today? Okay. All right. It's good to share. Okay. I, yeah. I think the, some of the women out there might relate. I'm going to get my, my face and my mo threaded. <laughs> I'm having some right. hair, facial hair removal because... You're smack bang in the middle of menopause. I'm not... I'm not, the I'm, I'm, I'm Perry, all right? I'm right. Perry, and one of the symptoms of Perry is mood swings, and you're going to cop it well, if you keep going down this road. So I am starting to notice that the peach fuzz is maybe getting a little bit thicker, and then sometimes if I'm driving and I look in the rearview mirror, yeah. I might catch like a a whisker. A wh- a, whisk, a little whisk, a little chin whisker that has to go. A couple of other things. I've noticed the, the pits, the armpits, sometimes have got a bit of sweat on them when you're on air. Oh, I ha- look, what else? I haven't had the hot flushes yet. The bloating. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've got this little mummy tummy that I can't shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just um, yeah. a bit more anxious. Um, we, we talked about this last week for National Menopause Day, and our yeah. phones went into meltdown of women going through the same thing, and mm-hmm. you don't understand. I do. No, you don't understand. I'm going through menopause like Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams at the Williams. moment. My hair's You're thinning. Not. I tell you what, I've just lost desire to do things. Oh I feel I feel just very no, flat. I'm no. tired my whole life. Just, I get it, sisterhood. Oh, I, I know what don't menopause you, don't is like. You sister me, but the, the hair growth is a rather unfortunate side of it. Well, I'm losing mine. You can have <laughs> you 
I need some of your hair. <laughs> I'll transplant from my chin to your head. I need that. <laughs> okay, so because there are so many women who we realised are going through the same thing, we decided we'd make something fun out of it. So we're doing this. We've launched Beck's Bearded Babes. So if any of the women out there need a bit of maintenance in the in the beardal moustachial area, yeah. we're going to have an event at SAFM. You're going to come into the station. With all respect, Beck, it's not just the the ladies that are going through menopause like you that might have I'm a couple of I'm not going sprays. through it yet. See, look at the mood swings. It's just not... <laughs> st- look, just embrace it. Once you accept it, that's the first way of being able to deal it's with it. It's not a podcast, mate. So there could, there could be a whole lot of opportunities for people that even not in menopause yet that might have a, right. a stray beard. Right. If you need some ma- facial maintenance done. If you've got a goatee. There's no shame. <laughs> Stay out of it. This is my day. I want you to come into SAFM. Of course, I'm organising it so there will be bubbles, there'll be snacks, there's going to be a bit of threading, a bit of waxing uh, and Megan and Belinda from the Eyebrow Studio are going to come along and uh, they're going to work their magic on your peach fuzz. So if you want to come yes. along, yep. register at safm.com.au yep. and we can um, commiserate over our changes in our body. I'll bring the clippers. Oh, mate! <laughs> Clip you in a minute. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I'm feeling a little fragile this morning, more fragile than uh, usual. Uh, another of my little birdies is flying the nest today. This afternoon, we put the middle child, Miller, who's yeah. 15 today, happy birthday, Mill, on a plane to Japan for an exchange for. Three months. Three months. Uh, Three months. So is that over Christmas? Over Christmas. Oh. We won't have it for Christmas. She gets back in January. Now, last year, um, some people might remember, we had a Japanese exchange student of our own. Her name was Moet because I, um, right. I requested one that uh, was named after French champagne. Yes. Uh, and she was a beautiful addition to our household, even mm. though I entered into it with some trepidation because, you know, our house is kind of chaotic. Right. So Miller goes for three months. Yeah, so she and... goes and stays with Moet, who we had last year. Right. So that's the, the trade-off. That's, That's yeah. the exchange. Well, no, because um, I didn't realise when I signed up to it that then we receive another exchange student who comes back with her early next year. So I've got another one coming. Hang on. So you're doing two and they've I get done two one. For the price of one. Or does this just keep? I don't know. I think <laughs> we've got another. Child. I don't know, but I'm so, so. Fifteen is young, I think, to go to another country and live in somebody else's absolutely. house for three months. I'm very nervous for now, her. But your eldest daughter's been away overseas as well. Yes, yes. She's travelling earlier, Grace. Grace did, did Europe with her boyfriend for right. a couple of months earlier in the year. So, obviously, then next year you're going to handball Frankie away. Where's she off to? Um, I don't know. She's going to do an exchange to the International Space Station or something. I don't know. Should I take this personally? Are you outsourcing your parenting to people all around the world? I am. Is my household so unfriendly that my children are trying to leave me? What, do, what will you be like today at the airport, do you reckon? Um, I'm feeling a bit teary already. I just feel like, because she's 15, she's at that age where she's like, what if she gets a Japanese boyfriend and doesn't want to come home? <laughs> like, what if what if all these like milestones happen over wow. there? Oh. No, 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 God, no, no, but no. But even like wow. her, first, her first kiss. I mean, I don't know if she's kissed a boy yet. Why does that have to no, be? Have had that discussion with her. Hang on, she's no. 15, she's passed a kid. At 15, she's no, had a pash. No, I can't discuss this on radio. Should of course we she has. Should we she's going to get a little Japanese boyfriend. That's fantastic. <sighs> How good's that? I'm going to lose her oh, at 15. We might have a Japanese wedding we can plan for. <laughs> How good's that? Mm. Fun. She'll be passion, don't worry. Don't. She'll be tongue-lashing Japanese <laughs> boys left, right and centre. Oh, no.
What? Absolutely. Miller, no. Go no. your hardest, Miller. <laughs> oh, safe travels. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Right now. We'll drop you off at school in a Ferrari. Yay! Well, thank you. Beck and Soda's deluxe drop-on. Oh, Beck, this is crazy. We're at Mitchum Primary School. We're awaiting Liam. He's in a Zagami Lotus. And this is a sweet drive, Becky Morse. And look at you, <laughs> queen of the kids. They're everywhere. Hey, kids, give us a shout. Yeah. Oh, that worked Oh, no, really that well. didn't work. Here we go. Everyone, are we waiting for Liam? Yeah. Oh. See, yeah. he used to be a teacher. I have no control. <laughs> All right, here we go. Actually, we can see... I can hear something. In the corner. I can hear it's coming. Where's Liam in the Lotus? (laughs) Come on, mate. Get around the corner. (laughs) The kids are coming everywhere. I feel like the Pied Piper. Here he comes. Everyone get out of the way. Look at this beautiful yellow beast. The kids are going crazy. And, Beck, look at this car. We are not even going to be able to get close to Liam because we are stuck in a mosh pit of kids that are absolutely <laughs> flooding this car. Wow. Let's see if we can get a look at Liam. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at him. He's, yeah, he's loving it. He's... Dimmy's driving the car. Dimmy's the pilot. Have a look at this beautiful car. We're going to put all this up on our socials. Beck, the Lotus looks absolutely magnificent. All right, Beck, get in there. See if the you can get in The car is Liam. getting mobbed. Hang on. Liam's giving high fives. The car is revving. Hey, Liam, tell us about your ride to school. Good. Anything more than good, Liam? Great. <laughs> Magnificent. All right, he's absolutely overwhelmed. He's got no words for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we're revving. Oh, yeah. How good does that sound? <laughs> right, uh, coming up next, Beck, I'm going to try and smash the world record for dumplings. I've got to eat 11 in a minute, and they are massive. They're the size of a kid's head, each of these dumplings. <laughs> That's coming up next as Liam goes nuts in his Lotus. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, Mark Soderstrom is about to attempt a world record attempt. He has four dumpling trays out ahead of him with some really big dumpling soda. It's a Guinness World Record attempt. It is the Oz Asia Festival on at the moment. Of course, the Lucky Dumpling Market is wrapping up this weekend. So go along and they have an exquisite, magnificent range of dumplings. Now, the world record is 10 in a minute, but they have to be... Three inches long or 7.4 centimetres and weigh at least 85 grams. I've been out the back watching them weigh them. These are about 11, 12 <laughs> centimetres long and some of them weigh over 100 grams. Right, okay, so, so you're in trouble, mate. This is ridiculous. I'm standing here at Mitchell Primary look School. I have a red buck. Have a look at the size. They look like pasties. <laughs> so big. Yeah, look at the kids. All right. Uh, so to, uh, more dough here than in a bank. <laughs> um, we have Alex Flack, the boss, who is our um, chief medical officer. Flack, um, you're going to help me with the bucket if he chucks. Yeah. So I've got my, um, you know, my medical certificate. So soda, I need yep. to tell you a couple of rules. Okay. You must chew. I know you're going to try for the record, but we do need to be careful. I've had to do a risk I'm assessment. I'm a swallower, mate. I know you do need to swallow for the world record. And if you get into trouble, you are to stop. And if I need to give mouth to mouth, I will. <laughs> with your tongue or without? Uh, I didn't brush my teeth this morning, so sorry about that. Now, I know that in between each dumpling, I've got to look up at you, Lee, and see the camera that my mouth's empty. 
Look at the size of these. Okay, ready? Have you got? Who's, where's the official? Where's the clock? Have we got the clock? Where's the clock? Whew. All right. Are we starting? All right. All right. You ready? Ready? Oh, we've got the stopwatch starting. You've got to tell me when you're ready. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, and go! Oh. He smashed the first dumpling in two mouthfuls. He's chewing it. He's swallowing it slowly. He's, his mouth is empty. The second one has gone in. Oh, my God. I've got the bucket right here. Oh, God. It's full of pork. It's really solid pork. There's no veggies. It's just pork. It reminds me of that scene in Stand By Me, and that ended badly. Oh, my gosh. Are you counting? Is that three? That's three down. He's struggling. He's struggling. Soda, are you okay? Okay. There's a lot of wincing and pain, Beck. I'm a oh bit worried. Oh, 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 God. He's, are you choking? Stop it. Oh, oh, my God. He's choking. He's actually choking. His face has gone red. Soda, actually, I need no. to ask, are you okay? Okay, we're taking a pause here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 I'm going to be sick. Do you need the, do you need the bucket? <laughs> Soda, that's three. You're too big. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat them. <laughs> They're too big? His eyes are watering. He's smashed for... He's crying. I can't do it. It doesn't help that the kids keep yelling, eat, 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 eat. We got... Great effort, mate. They're the biggest dumplings you've ever seen. You got, you got, but he did, you did do one. That is the worst attempt I've ever seen. I nearly suffocated. I know, I know. I actually thought you were going to choke. That is horrendous. <laughs> all right. Those dumplings were oh way too Lord. big, mate. You're right. He's, oh. the, he's got pork all over his legs. That's horrendous. Um, I'm coming out of my nose. I know. Oh, God. Sorry, kids. What sorry, a failure, kids. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Give the bucket. Okay. Oh, now, I just do need to say, Soda, are you okay? There is tears rolling down your face. Oh, mate. And you're all red in the is, face. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> what a stupid attempt. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I'm in training. I'm nervous because this Saturday in the National Pharmacy's Christmas pageant, I will be a clown soda. Fantastic. Now, you're probably the only one that doesn't need to go to clown school. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I do, though, and I need some tips from pageant director himself, Brian Gilbertson. He's in with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Brian, you'd be pumped up. This is your Christmas. It's this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, pretty pumped. We're hoping for a bumper crowd. I think the weather's going to be kind to us this year. Mm. It was pretty wet last year. Yep. Uh, and I bow to all of those who came out in the wet and particularly those uh, participants who put on the big show last year. But uh, hopefully they'll be rewarded with some sunshine on uh, on Saturday morning. Now, before we get into our clown, because we need some tips for her. Um, so this is the 91st National Pharmacies Christmas pageant. The 91st. That is phenomenal. Yeah, tradition's a really good thing, I think, in South Australia. And uh, this is one of the icons of South Australia. So uh, um, I think it's that popular because people feel that they own it. You know, they mm. take ownership of it and uh, they share all these wonderful spots. Last year, 240,000 people. I feel like people are getting there earlier and earlier to get their vantage points. What do you hear about the earliest time people are, are setting up on the side of the road? Uh, the earliest I've seen personally is about 5.30 down near South Terrace. They're yeah. all on the footpath camping. Hang on, PM, yeah. though, the day before. On the Friday, on yes. the PM. Oh, yeah. On the Friday. Yes. 5.30 p.m. Yep. The Bri- day before. I reckon we've spoken to people in the past who have their own little bus stops that they go and camp Correct. in. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Overnighters. They put up little tents and they yep. put up sleeping bags and have their coffee and dinner and then they sleep through the night and then they're ready for it in the morning. Now, Brian, um, key to be a good clown, what are they? What are the keys? What does Beck need to know? Uh, look, I think it's about the smile. 
Yep, she's got the smile. Mm. <laughs> and it's about the wave. The wave. The wave. Big wave like Big this. Big hands up. Big right. hands. If you like this, you'll come in with sore shoulders on so the next not, day. So low, up high. Yeah, yeah, we call that an intimate wave, which is just a little wave like that. And then the big, big wave. Big wave. Yeah. You also said in our little training that my KPI is to make at least one child smile. If I make one child cry, mm. do I then have to... <laughs> Make more children. Then, you, then you've got to redeem yourself with three smiles after that per everyone that cries. The KPI is to change one person's life for the positive. I love that. And if you look at some child and that child smiles back at you, you've changed that person's life in that moment. And um, when you set that simple KPI, you find that each person reports back later that I actually changed thousands of people's lives mm. on the morning. Yeah. And it's very rewarding at the end when they come out of that and think, well, that was actually important what I did. Um, people remember it. Yeah, I love it. It's sensational, isn't it? I will do my best to change um, the Well, there's one thing that I'm a little worried about that oh, I need what? to warn you. You know in South Australian schools how they've introduced the phone pouches oh. <laughs> so that the kids can't access their phones. They get locked away. You need to do this for Beck because she has to remember that she's there to enhance their lives, not to increase her Instagram followers by taking pics of herself with the crowd. Oh, no selfies? We, um, we no have selfies. actually mentioned that at uh, Clown School. Good. And, of course, um, we have many security officers uh, along the uh, pageant route. And if any, any, uh, any of our clowns um, don't do the right thing, then yep. they can be dragged. Good. They can be benched. Imagine if I'm the first clown to be benched for breaching mobile phone policies. Beck, I trust you implicitly. <laughs> I think that you will go out there and you will behave yourself. <laughs> Soda, I think we've got a spare spot on, on, on the float. As you can just see, my hamstring yeah, just that I'm having hammy. some issues yeah, with. Just took his leg off the uh, chair. Yeah, <laughs> just got uh, just a little sore. You can use the phone down in South Terrace and you can get a lot of pics down there. Yeah. <laughs> The 91st National Pharmacy's Christmas pageant, it is on this Saturday. It's going to be fantastic. And congratulations on all the great work you do to put a smile on not just kids' faces, but a lot of adults' faces too. Thank you. And uh, when you say that I do, massive team down there uh, putting that together. And, of course, all of the people who participate, they bring that joy Mm. because they find their own way of entertaining, which is what Beck's going to find on the day. And she's going to find that afterwards she's going to be very proud of herself because she did all the right things. (laughs) Ticked off the KPIs. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Uh, Producer Rach is in this morning for our Morning Quickie. What's making headlines this morning, Rach? I'll tell you what's making headlines. Rachel's hair. Oh. (laughs) What's going on? The hair's a little different. Yeah, I actually put some effort in this morning and curled it before work because I've got a wedding dress appointment. Okay. She's got her producer hat on, not her bridezilla hat on at the moment. You look beautiful, Rach, but you look beautiful every morning. Oh, thank you so much. So do you, Beck. So do you, Soda. Uh, So do you, Beck, and so do you, Rachel. Okay, let's (laughs) get into the news. (laughs) Um, So, Erin Patterson, the lady who served up a deadly beef wellington pie that allegedly contained those poisonous um, Mm. mushrooms, she was arrested yesterday and has been charged with three murders and five attempted murders. Yeah. So remember her mother-in-law and father-in-law and another close relative, they all died Mm. after eating the meal um, and two other people felt sick. But um, the other attempted murder charges, they relate back to other poisoning attempts in 2021 and 2022. Right. Mm. We've been doing some deep digging with the ex-husband. We've got to be a little careful here, of course, yes. because uh, we'll everything be is pending yes. with court. But it had that sort of feeling about it, didn't it? But mm. there's some alleged form. 
Yeah, and they used, which I had never heard of before, technology sniffing dogs went into the house to sniff out things like phones and USBs. And so they've obviously... What? So, yeah. So, and that the charges were laid after that. So I'm speculating that they've found something on a computer. Oh, God. Mm. They could, dog, dogs can smell anything you teach them to, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, they? how do you say this is what a USB yeah. smells like? Well, you put a USB in their nose. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it smells like. And they get used to it. And okay. Then, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure it's more complicated than just getting them to sniff a USB and then going, oh, Fido, find a USB. Yeah. Good boy. Oh, you found the USB. Uh, back in soda, have you guys ever missed a flight before or yes. come close? Yes. Yes, worst feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Definitely. So I like hearing my name read out. <laughs> they don't do that anymore, I don't think, do they? It hasn't happened to me. I think it's only happened to me once. And no, I actually hated it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's stressful. A, a video is going viral of a woman who missed her flight in Canberra. She broke through the emergency exit, ran out onto the tarmac and was waving down the pilot. What? In like hopes a taxi? Of, yeah, in hopes of getting their attention so she could just hop on the plane. What? Yeah, she was standing right under the wheel, like below the pilot. Well, waving? Waving. Yeah. But like like trying to hail a bus. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. there's a video, have a look at the video. Oh, there she is. She she is. She's nearly going to get run over. Yeah, staff eventually caught up with her and then she got detained by the police. But what I love in the Mm. video, you can see she's wearing slippers. (laughs) Oh, well, she's ready to travel for comfort. Um, Actually, look at that video. Look at her. So she's walked around, worked out she hasn't got the pilot's eye line, then walked around the front near the wheel to try and catch his view. Yeah, like she thinks she's just going to jump on board. Yeah, it's taxiing. So how's she even going to hop on? She's cooked. Another passenger's just going to reach their arm out and just point her up into the plane. SAFM's Beck and Soda. We're doing this. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Rightio, Beck. We are looking for the earliest time that people get to the pageant because it is a big, big day tomorrow. It is a big day for, for me. I'm being a clown. I'm very nervous, but I'm practising today um, by clowning around um, at Mitchum Primary School. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. So we are looking for this. And the earliest that someone gets there, we're going to induct them into our gallery of greats. Okay, let's get started. We're going to go out to Sefton Park. Good morning, Bianca. Okay, Bianca, what time do you get to the pageant tomorrow? Morning. It's not probably the earliest, but prior to having children, I used to get there at 4.30 in the morning. And Ooh. I'm a single mum, and we're going this year. My daughter just turned two, but we won't be there that early this year. It's a bit hard right. when you go by yourself. But prior to children, 4.30. Right, and what, what did you do at that time for to chew up? <laughs> oh, 4.30 a.m.? A.m., yeah, yeah. So I just would go with friends, and sometimes yep. we'd bring their, their younger siblings. But we'd, we'd do the chalk traditionally on the road and just have Christmas carols playing on our phones and just trying to get right into the spirit. I love Christmas. It's big for me. So Beautiful. this year will be better because I've got a two-year-old and it'll be a little bit more exciting. Is the tree going up this weekend? Uh, no. 1st of December because okay. that's tradition right. in my house. Yeah. All, All right. right Bianca. Thanks, Bianca. Okay. Let's go to Donna in Paralawi. What time do you get to the pageant? I'll be getting there at 3 a.m. this year. <laughs> oh, Donna. oh, Donna. Have you got a special <laughs> spot? I do have a special spot, and I'm, yeah, doing it for my kids because the, the look Ooh. on their face when they see Santa would be magnificent. 
Oh, and Donna, you're in the running for our magnificent family holiday. Well done. Um, uh, Donna, just asking, do you take the kids with you at that time or do you go like no. as an adult and the kids come later? Yeah, that's responsibility of my husband, so he better get there on time if I'm getting there. <laughs> one job, one job. Okay, let's go to Tatum in Finden. What time does mum get there to get the spot? Hello. Um, mum gets to the pageant at about 1.30. She has been right. for the last couple of years. I've got three younger siblings, so we like to get a good spot. <laughs> if you can hear that noise in the background, we're at Mitchum Primary and the girl's like, whoa, 1.30 a.m. Yeah, okay. I can hear that. <laughs> um, hey, Tatum, where's the special spot? Um, we like to sit outside the Hilton, so just um, directly across from Victoria Square. Brilliant. Okay, well, you have fun. Hang on. Oh, my God, we're going earlier. Right, Melissa from Woodville Park, are you earlier than 1.30 a.m.? We are. We're at 12. So we, our Midnight. morning starts at 12, so we actually try and get the same spot. So that's oh. why we're in front of the Hilton. Right, oh. and how many people do you have in your little posse? What was that? How many people do you have in your group, in your little posse? Oh, we take up the whole tram stop in front of the Hilton. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've got chairs, we've got um, blankets, we've got snacks, oh, everything. Ready I love go. it. I'll keep an eye out for you, Melissa. Okay, right. midnight. Mm. Is there anyone getting there before midnight, <laughs> okay. which is tonight? Okay, Taylor from Parafield Gardens, can you beat midnight? What time? I go there at 11 o'clock. <gasps> 11 o'clock? And how many people do you take with you at that time? I take my three children and my partner stays home. <laughs> And what do you do at that time? Do you, you well, tent, I swag you... it. I swag it with the kids. Um, they yeah. take the iPads, we take snacks and everything, and then obviously they draw their magnificent pictures right before ah. the pageant starts. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, very well played. You're in the running for our magnificent family holiday as well. Okay, eleven o'clock. Beck, where okay, are we so going they're now? Camping out overnight, basically. Raylene from Port Adelaide. What time are you getting your posse for the pageant? I will be there at nine o'clock. <laughs> Raylene, I love this. Is this a family tradition? Family tradition. I've got children coming from Melbourne with grandchildren. Oh, brilliant. So they'll leave That's... after school today. Yep. So they're driving and... over from Melbourne just to see the pageant? That's correct. They came over last year. We oh, came great. down at midnight last year. Right. And it was all the kids in the rain, all covered in plastic. <laughs> oh, Raylene. So, so this year been... they're just... Yeah, this midnight year last year, you're going earlier. Yeah, we're going at 9pm. We want to get on King William Road this year. Oh, I love oh, it. Prime well, posse. Have a great time, Raylene, and uh, yeah, the family have a safe drive over. All right, Beck. Oh, no. We're going earlier than mid uh, than 9pm. Earlier than 9pm. Okay, let's go to Renella Veronica. What time are you setting up tonight? Good morning. Uh, we'll be setting up at about 8 o'clock, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Veronica, who's going at 8? Uh, my gorgeous husband, Morris, and myself. Oh, Brilliant. And I how often have you been... He's magnificent. Oh, <laughs> and you're magnificent. You're going to the draw for our family holiday. Um, Veronica, how long have you and your husband been going to the pageant for? Oh, ever since we've been together, so we've been together 19 years, apart from a couple of years, obviously. Oh, good on you. Well, Veronica, we have to do this. You have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Oh, congratulations, Veronica. You oh. get our golden cheese grater trophy just for getting to the pageant at 8 o'clock tonight. Oh.
Well, that's magnificent. <laughs> ah, Veronica, you are a star. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.